Welcome to Bumpkin's Brain. I am Bumpkin's. Today is way back Wednesday. Anything goes. Who knows? Round and round. Round and round. Oh, that's a song by Rat. <laughs> anyway, so yesterday, yesterday obviously was a bad day because I started to have a breakdown. But you know what? I slept better. I feel better. It's a brand new day. It's going to be very nice here. Got my first box of Imperfect Foods. And for those of you who don't know, it's simply that. It's vegetables and fruits that maybe were a little smaller. Grocery stores uh, wouldn't buy them because they were just misshapen and something like that. Or the package was mislabeled, like part of the code got cut off, whatever. Um, so I was very excited. And we got these things they're called fruitons and it's sun-dried peaches and grapes and cranberries and blueberries and apples i ate the whole bag along with a whole bag of sun-dried pineapple it just tasted so yummy tonight for dinner we're gonna have some brown rice long grain brown rice and some summer squash and some chicken and I cook it all in the ghee oil ghee oil I have learned is clarified butter made into an oil not sure still how I feel about it but we will find out tonight so that's good so that's good. Uh, how's everybody feeling today? Is everybody all right? If you're out there, I want to know. Leave me a message. Leave me a message. Maybe I'll call. Be like Joe Walsh. Be like Joe Walsh. That guy. I love his music. Anyway. Long pause for dramatic effect. Da da da. So I did my smiles for miles yesterday. Made a lot of people laugh. And so that was fun. And uh, I definitely made a lot of people laugh. Um, I made my dad laugh I made my sister laugh she made me laugh I made me Easter Bunny laugh that was the best still don't know where the rubber chicken came from folks <laughs> but anyway so you know we were listening to the music this morning on our morning drive and yeah, started thinking about his songs. And, you know, we've all misheard them. Come on, there's lists out there. But in our house, here's the, here's several. Of course, uh, instead of hot-blooded, my daughter thought they were saying hot pockets. She finally realized they're saying hot-blooded. Um, and then, of course, me on a dark desert highway, cool wind in my hair. I thought it said cool whip and a bear. Everybody already knows, excuse me, while I kiss this guy instead of sky. But my favorite is my husband's. And... In the song, uh, she's a little runaway. He thought he's she. It said, uh, instead of she's a little runaway, the next line after that, he thought it said her daddy bought her a crudite. Now, who the fuck's gonna buy their daughter a crudite platter? 
Did she run away because of the crudite platter? I sure as fuck would. You know what a crudite is? It's carrots and celery and broccoli and cauliflower that you put out at a party with a dip. Most of the time, people don't even touch the cauliflower. There's an abundance of cauliflower. So much of it so that they've created lines with, you know, and I'm sure it's delicious. I just don't want to try it because I don't want to try, like, I don't like cauliflower. Yeah. Why? I'm sorry, it's each his own. Each is his own. You know, it always scares me when a white van pulls up in his panel van and goes down to my neighbor's house. Hmm. They're coming to take him away. Ha 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 ha. So. So, we gotta take a hit. Okay, that was too big a head. Anyway. What was I saying? Oh, bumpkins, get it together. What the fuck? I noticed Countess Contessa Violet came out yesterday. Called my friend Jason. You remember Jason. Jason and Micah. I called Jason... And I got his voicemail. And I left him this really silly message. That was pretty funny. It's like, you know what? If you're texting me and then I call you because at that point I just can't text anymore. It's easier because of my hands. Because texting actually aggravates my CRPS when I use my right hand which I'm not supposed to be doing so when I finally call if you can't answer the phone it's like why were you texting me and don't tell me because you were in the bathroom because I hate that don't fucking take me to the bathroom with you I can wait a few minutes Anybody have any new big plans for this weekend? Catching the northbound train to visit the attic. Southbound train to the basement. <laughs> You're going to take the slow, slow way down to the main lobby. That's what our house has become. It's like Vegas around here. I'm sure you've heard this. Everybody's losing money. Dinner has become spin the wheel of fortune. Yeah. Housekeeping is new. Our living room has become the main lobby. Instead of mom, I'm now the concierge. The under 40 people live in the east wing and we live in the west wing. Because we're just that fucking bougie. No, it's just because our house sits north and south and it just worked out that way. Um, but I could be that bougie. But I couldn't be so bougie that I had to be snobby. There's a difference between bougie and snotty. Like, and I hate snotty people. Like, they're not better than anybody else. They're just, they're people. They just happen to have more money than anybody else. Who the fuck cares? Money doesn't buy everything. Money isn't buying this podcast. I do it. I do it for me. I do it because it makes me feel good. Because somewhere out there, somebody's listening. Somewhere out there, somebody else one day will want to say something, and I'll have you on my show. 
I don't hate anybody. Well, that's not true. There's a few people that... Yeah. Uh, but anyway. We're going to start taking a hit every time I say anyway. Because that's getting to be annoying. Anyway. Alright, so... Take another hit. When we come back after this break, we are going to talk about some way back memories. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Pumpkin's Brain. I am Pumpkins. So while we're on break, I texted my friend Jason, ding dong, and in parentheses, I put doorbell sound. He responds back, what's up? I respond, nothing, I just ran imaginary ding-dong ditch. <laughs> uh, I crack me up sometimes. That's all right. Anyway, talking about cracking up, so my mom and dad, they've been having some craziness. Um, somebody called, pretending to be from Amazon, convinced my mom to let him take control of her computer. Well, then she panicked, and in the time it took her to get him off the phone and to do what we told her to do, well, there's a very big possibility that her computer was damaged. But my husband's going to take care of that. Anyways, so she's so up in arms about this that um, we're like, okay, just relax. So we call last night. Actually, she called me, and my dad was supposed to be washing dishes. Well, technically, it was a fork. It wasn't even a dish because they ate off paper plates, apparently. And she started yelling at him, and she had that tone in her voice. She was just getting mad, but you knew. Anyway, so... uh, (laughs) Uh, my dad was trying to take the orders and do, um, you know, two things at once. And he was getting in trouble. Well, you can't give a man two directions at one time. They're not meant to multitask. Well, my poor dad, she was like, where are you going? Why are you taking that fork with you? You're supposed to be washing it. And he's like, I needed to go to the computer room because that's what you told me to do. And then they couldn't find the little USB thumb drive that we'd sent to help. Uh, But anyways, um, in the middle of this, I decided I'm going to instigate some more. And uh, I say to my dad, I say, I heard uh, your big shopping trip, your grocery shop trip is coming up. My dad doesn't grocery shop. But my mom's so fed up right now um, that she's going to make him do all the grocery shopping, him do all the cooking, and let him figure it out. Good luck with that, Mom. What she doesn't know is when we were little kids, she and my aunt would go to Iowa to see some other family members over the weekend, and my dad would stay with us. And... He would serve us like, it's not a bad lunch. It was actually pretty healthy. You know, like breakfast was like pretty much either cereal or peanut butter and jelly. Um, Maybe some cottage cheese and peaches. That was pretty good. Um, For lunch, he made us... um, (laughs) soup soup and like soup and sandwiches I don't know they weren't very good but dinner he never never even attempted dinner he just said fuck that took us all to McDonald's yeah this is the 70s you know the original big night filet fish quarter pound of french fries Thick shake, wait, no, big night filet of fish, quarter pound of french fries, icy coke, thick shake, sundae and apple pie. That was the original. 
commercial. Damn, that's a lot. Um, but yeah. So for like 60 cents, you could get a quarter pounder with cheese. You know. So that, that was our special treat. But so now. Um, and he doesn't like leftovers. So I'm very curious to see what he's going to buy. Because without direction, he's. I don't know how this is going to fare for him. <clears throat> I don't know. But it sure is fun to listen to the Bickersons. I tell my husband, I say, I say, take a glimpse into your future and hope that I never, ever be like that. Kind of rolls his eyes and looks at me like, and I feel like maybe we're already there, but not quite as bad. I don't think so. I think, don't think so. But, you know, then... So back to this computer nonsense, we determined that it's going to take us hours to do this. Now, we're 2,000 miles apart, okay? So everything's got to be done over the phone and through the computer with these two. (laughs) Yeah. Thank God my husband's taking care of this because he's got the patience of a saint, not me. I'd be like my mom yelling at everybody. You're not listening. You're not following directions. Like in this stupid dumb drive, they finally find. She starts yelling at my dad. Don't lose it. Don't lose it. Where the fuck's he going to lose it? He's walking like 40 feet, if that. To go put it back in the computer room on the desk. (laughs) Like, seriously, Mom? But then again, my dad has been known to do some stupid shit. Just saying. But. (sighs) But I love the Bickersons. One time my dad got in trouble for minding his own. Well, he sort of wasn't. But it was my husband's fault. I was talking to my mom one night. Um, oh, there's a two hour time difference, so it must have been about 10 o'clock our time. And my husband comes in, and he's like, What happened to those cookies? And I'm like, What cookies? And he's like, You know, those cookies we had, and like the cookies that were gone like a couple of weeks ago. And my mom hears this, and she's like, Go make him cookies, go make him cookies. Well, back at the ranch. <laughs> On her end of the phone, all of a sudden, there's my dad. And she's like, what are you doing? He said, you said I could have cookies. And <laughs> she's like, I said no such thing. And she started yelling at me. She's like, you take your cookies and take your dog outside. You're making a mess. And don't turn on any lights. I don't want any bugs near the house. So my poor dad had to take their dog, which recently passed, um, and his cookies to eat on the patio in the dark. Which by them, when it gets dark, it's really dark. Because they don't have street lights by them. Because they're in the mountains. Well, that's not why, but... Where they are, they don't. But anyway, so yeah, that time he wasn't even doing anything. None of these two are so silly. You know, when these two, they go on road trips, like, you know, if they're going to be in the car for more than an hour. My mom started packing a cheese log and sausage in her purse and a little cutting board and a little cheese knife and some crackers. And one time we were in the car when we were out visiting and my dad asked for hors d'oeuvres. What? You're freaking driving. 
So my mom starts making him cheese and crackers and salami while he's driving. Fucking orders. Now she just packs a little cooler for him with drinks and crackers and whatever. Still, again, at your age, really don't think that's a good idea. So... Yeah, but they're fun. And then he told my my mom, she told my dad last night, I don't know what happened, but somehow she got even madder. And she's like, you're going to be moving out pretty soon. And again, I helpfully said that he could go move in with my younger sister um, since her oldest daughter moved out and I said airline tickets are cheap right now and I don't think my dad appreciated that because suddenly they had to get off the phone good times you know so we're not the only ones that are feeling the stress and then then she tells me this is crazier that they can't reconvene on Saturday because They're going to their friend's house. Oh my God, Mom. We're in the middle of a freaking pandemic. Stop telling me you're going to your friend's houses. And she keeps telling me they're social distancing. No, you're not. You're going into their house. And there's 10 or 15 of you. That's not social distancing. And her reasoning is, well, we're not going to a restaurant. Well, yeah, you're not going to a restaurant because they're all closed. She's killing me. Yeah. It's, Good times. So. Last night. When I got my Imperfect Foods box. It was so cool. The popcorn. Two pound movie theater popcorn. Actual movie theater popcorn. Because they canceled all the orders. Two pounds for a buck and a half. So I ordered a bag for me and a bag for J-Lo. Wong Fu. And on our early drive last night we took it over to her house left it on the trunk of her car she's like wait you left well yeah we can't hang out and she's like I have something for you okay so my husband drives around the block we come back and she gives me this deodorant it's an all natural deodorant like, where are you going with this? What are you trying to tell me? She's like, no, I, I got two. I'm like, and I'm the first person you thought to give it to. And she's like, well, <laughs> like she didn't know what to say. But it was kind of funny. Because I give her weird stuff all the time. Like, she's got dark circles under her eyes and... All these puffies. They gave her eye creams. So I guess, you know, one deodorant kind of makes up for it. Maybe. I don't know. But, uh. So. Silly, stupid stuff. Talking about silly, stupid stuff I see in the news. They're messing with our social security now stupid asses I've been waiting almost two years to get my social security disability approved you can't get that right but you're willing to make a deal $5,000 a month until the pandemic's over but then you take a reduction in your social security benefit does that seem fair but a lot of people would take it A lot of people would take it. 
I don't know. I kind of feel like this make, like making a deal with the devil. Because, yeah, that sounds good now. But unless you have a retirement plan, like a 401k or a Roth IRA um, or massive savings or CDs, something, uh, you know, I, I don't see doing that. I don't know. I just feel like it's making a deal with the devil because it's the government. And I don't know, it just, that was our money. Every working person who's worked and paid taxes into it, it's their money. I don't think we should have to negotiate for our money. But, you know, that's pretty going to be controversial. Some people hop on that bandwagon would be loved to do that. But then, you know, what? what aside from that cost, at what other cost? Um, you know, because you know it's going to raise social security tax. You know it's going to raise other things. So this could be very controversial if it happens. Um, some people will be very happy because they need the money now. But then, do those people... Getting unemployment along with, you know, that kind of money each each month. You know, if you can't live off of that, um, you know, there's a problem. Because how were you surviving for if before? I'm saying everybody. Well, everybody realistically could, depending on how much you're willing to scale down. But a person who was only making a couple of hundred dollars a month to suddenly get 5000 I don't know. I think that might be dangerous in the wrong hands of people because in the city, there's people that haven't paid their rent because of They've got a no eviction clause going on right now. But at some point, somebody's going to want their money. And so, you know, I don't know how I feel about that. I just don't. Um, Because it could be a good thing. But then again, like I said, I feel like it's like making a deal with the devil. I don't know. What are your thoughts? Leave me a message on Anchor. Reach out to me. Shoot me an email. Leave your comments on Facebook. Bumpkin's Brain. Facebook. Alright, we are going to take another short commercial break. And we will be right back. Alright, so we're back. Back from break. Hope you got to hit your bowl, take a drink, get a snack, whatever you're doing. Just, just chill. See, now I was thinking about Mother's Day. It was so nice. I am so fortunate. like my mom talking about moms my mom is so silly and it's not because she's stupid it's just she doesn't know any better on a lot of things and it's it's funny but you know if something ever happened to my dad my mom is sort of screwed like my mom's never pumped gas a day in her life in fact (laughs) One time, she and I were going to go shopping, and we realized that the car needed gas because my dad hadn't filled it up. So I said, well, that's okay, Mom. I said, just go across the street to Yamaka, and I'm like, fill it up. I'm like, I'll pump the gas. 
All right, so we go. I pump the gas. And I say to my mom, all right. And I tell her how much it is. And she's like, but, but your dad pays for it. I'm like, but we're already here. And so I tried to tell her. I'm like, Mom, I just pumped the gas. She's like, yeah, but your dad pays for it. She's like, just get in the car. Papa will take care of it. Well, it's a good thing that they were friends with the owner of this gas station. Because my mom drove off without paying. Because she didn't know any better. And I was trying to tell her. And the owner of the gas station called my dad. And my dad's like, well, you have my Amico card on file. Just charge it. <laughs> Since then, my dad has always filled up my mom's car every Sunday. So. Yeah. So she doesn't know how to pump gas. She doesn't know how my dad pays the bills. He's never showed her. She's never had to do it. <clears throat> um, so, I guess the takeaway from that is, you know, ladies, make sure that if you're not the one handling the finances, you know how to handle them. Because if something ever happens to my dad, my mom is proverbially screwed because she doesn't know. But then there's things that she says. We'll talk, let's go talk about that. Like one time we went out to Vegas, um, actually Laughlin, and we were meeting my mom and dad there. And so I'm on the phone with my mom, and she's like, just look for the McDonald's. The fuck is a McDonald's? We try to tell her it's McDonald's. She's like, it's a McDonald's, all right? Whatever. To her, she says patio instead of patio, which is really funny. She calls a croissant a croissant. I don't know what the fuck a croissant is. And every time she says croissant, I say, I don't know what you're talking about. She say, don't act ridiculous. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Just because every now and then I like to get her riled. That's rude. But you know what? I just got to sometimes. Yeah, she doesn't think it's funny, but my dad does. Well, last night he wouldn't have thought anything was funny. But... Yeah. I remember when I was a kid. We went for swim lessons. I had a bathing suit. And it was orange and white. It was like orange with white trim. It had a number, a white number seven on it. It's kind of like the color of a dream seagull. Yeah. I wasn't a big fan of the high dive. No. But I was so happy that, you know, when I think back on it, um... Yeah, I, I appreciate the fact that my dad made sure we knew how to swim. Um, he sent us his park district summer camp, my younger sister and I. <laughs> and we got to ride what we called the pickle bus. It was a yellow school bus, but it was painted pickle green. So we called it the pickle bus. And we'd go to camp. And it was just day camp. We got to ride the bus home each night, each afternoon, whatever. We did little arts and crafts. And uh, we put on these shows, like talent shows at the end. And one year we did this one, my group, we did something called Puppet on a String. 
where we tied, you know, one person was the puppet master and the other person was the puppet and we tied yarn around their wrists. <laughs> you know, I look back on that. I don't think too many parents would approve of that today. We moved their arms and it was, uh, I'm a puppet on a string. Yeah, I don't know the tune, but whatever. Um, yeah. It was alright. I mean, all the neighbor kids went. Unfortunately, the camp counselors all knew my brother. Like, one time, um, this girl, she was camp counselor. I don't even remember her name. She she had a pencil, and she writes her phone number on this cigarette. I'm like seven, eight years old. And she's like, give this to your brother. I'm like, all right. I got home from camp and I gave him the cigarette. And I told him what the girl said and that their phone number was on there. And that asshole lit the cigarette. He's like, fuck her. And he lit the cigarette and he smoked it. It was really stupid. Yeah. I don't know. We did a lot of stupid shit. My favorite is when I was in high school. And a certain group of individuals went to the grocery store at lunch, bought a bag of tea bags. Rolled them into joints and sold them to the jocks. Fucking stupid asses. They thought they were getting high. And we made enough money to buy our, the real deal. There's an irony in that. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. had this locker and these guys um, they had their lockers next to us because they were in alphabetical order and you had the same locker for four years and uh, so we started sharing them like one of us would have coats one of us would have books so forth And uh, my younger sister, yeah, he had the same locker four years. It was funny, one time my younger sister, when she was a freshman, she discovered that my locker was outside her last class, so she started putting her coat in my locker. And uh, because she knew I left it open. And so one time I discovered that her coat when I discovered her coat, uh, it was on a Friday, and me and these guys that we were gonna ditch anyways. So I uh, I spun the locker, I spun the combination. Teach her a lesson. She was out of, without a coat, and she was mad. She told on me, and I was like, "Look, it's not her locker. She didn't ask permission. I needed to lock the locker." And uh. Yeah, the one time I don't get in trouble. Yeah, one time she and I, she was a freshman. Oh, she, she and I were lucky we didn't kill each other. And she was a freshman, like day two. I'm leaving, you know, I was a junior at the time. My, my posse and I, if you will. <laughs> Whatever. Oh. We're going to this restaurant called Nico's. And somebody says, hey, there's your little sister. I'm like, oh. Well, some guy, I don't know what was going on. The next thing I hear is, my sister's a junior. She'll kick your ass. Holy fuck. Don't be volunteering me for shit. I got enough going on. Do not volunteer to 
have me kick somebody's ass. It's not going to happen. Well, not now, not then. I could get in trouble all by myself. Thank you. So I go handle. I'm like, you know, all right. So I go take care of business. I don't kick the guy's ass. Um, the guy sees me, realizes that she's my sister and leaves her alone. And she's like, all right, I can come to lunch with you. I'm like, fuck that. You're not going to lunch with me. She's like, but I have money. I can come. I'm like, well, give me your money and you could stay here. Oh, hell no, I wasn't eating with her. No fucking way. Yeah. So, oh, take a hit. Oh. Yeah. Lunch at Nico's. These booths. I don't know, I think we must have crammed 12 people in a booth at a time. The owners used to get pissed at us. You know, depending on who you were, you had your lunch money. Some of us had to kick in and buy an order of cheese fries to share with the table. One time this guy, ugh, this guy, first of all, I'd met him over the summer through a friend, and I couldn't stand this guy, well, whatever, they were closing his high school, and he had to choose between my high school and the other high school in the area, well, he chose my high school. Oh my god. This guy. What a fucking crybaby that guy was. What I didn't know that initially. I just knew I didn't like him. I wasn't like attracted to him. I just thought he was icky. Well, you know, whatever. And he transferred to school to me with me. And I was sort of mad at my friend. I was like, why'd you introduce me to this guy? Well, one time he brought his sister's car to school. And uh, he asked if I wanted to ride. And I was like, well, you got to take all my friends. So we squeezed, like, I don't know, including the trunk, because we had two people in the trunk. Like, eight people in a little... <laughs> I don't know, Nissan something or other. It's a little four-door thing. And, uh... We went to lunch. On the way back from lunch, the kids in the trunk were waving at the officers behind us. This guy gets pulled over. Um... And... Everybody had to get out of the car except for me. It was funny. Well, we were only like a block away from school, so whatever. Anyway. Alright, we are going to take another commercial break. We will be back. And we will get this party continuing. Alright, we're back. So, I'm just sitting here thinking about who knows what. I don't know what the fuck I'm thinking about. Earlier I was talking with my husband. (laughs) And, you know, I said, uh, I think there might be a little trouble with the rubbles in the west wing. Or the east wing. That's where the kids live. On the other side of the house. And he asked me why, and I said, well, he's eating alone. She's up in her room. And they barely talked when he left. Are they prince and princess? 
feeling entrapped. Like this has got to be hard. This has affected everybody in its own way. A new norm is hard to get used to. <sighs> you know, like my mom. Well, we're social distancing at our friend's house. No, you're not really social distancing if you all are high risk. And they all have grandkids coming in and out and kids. And, and that's not social distancing. But we're not going to a restaurant. Yeah, because they're all closed. But yeah, so my mom and dad aren't social distancing. I was like, oh, really? I don't know. Things were simpler a long time ago. Yeah, but some, some, some of this has changed. Like watching some of these shows on TV that are usually done in a studio where they're so uptight and tense and they can't be themselves. Watching some of these shows from home, it's like they're more relaxed, they're more comfortable, they're just being themselves. Hair and makeup didn't have to be done, and you know, they're doing it themselves. And, you know, they're just showing that they're people too. Well, fortunately for them, they have the kind of money where, you know, they live in these large compounds that have everything they need, like swimming pools, tennis courts, bowling alleys, whatever. But they're just down-to-earth people. They're all doing donations and things like that and helping. But they're staying home. <sighs> whatever. Yeah. We have friends that just just don't give a shit. That one went down to Georgia to get a haircut. Dude, you're fucking bald anyways. You have like four hairs. Why are you going to Georgia for a haircut? Same individual bounces from his mom and dad's house to his roommate in the city. It's like, why are you doing that? Because he doesn't give a shit. He thinks all the rules are bullshit. Whatever. What the fuck ever. You know? But yeah, this has affected everybody in some way. I imagine it's a lot of emotion, a lot of people, a lot, a lot of stress. And uh, it's just ridiculous. Ridiculousness. Yeah. Ridiculousness. Ridiculousness is... You know, we were kids. And we'd get nachos and Slurpees from 7-Eleven. That was ridiculous. Ridiculousness is 20 people crammed in one booth drinking 35 cent cups of coffee and leaving the waitress a buck. I don't even remember what we talked about. We just sat there shooting the shit for hours at this restaurant called Wags. It's no longer here. <laughs> But then it was kind of funny because the people I sat in those booths with, I'd see some other people, like these two guys that were my brother's friends, the ones that I wanted them to pay attention to me when I was a kid. But when I was hanging out in the restaurant at the cool table, we'll call it, these two guys would come in, they were brothers, and they'd sit at a booth by themselves. They weren't welcome in our group. 
Funny how those tables turned. They didn't even belong in that area. They shouldn't really say anything about those guys, you know. They they lost their dad when they were young kids. You know, they must have been like seven and nine when their dad died. And, you know, I can't imagine back then. I can't imagine now. I can't Im- But these poor kids, they lost their dad. They got into trouble. Their mom worked full time. She had four kids all together. And I know it had to be hard because she did what she had to do to keep a roof over their head. And these guys, they did nothing but cause trouble. You know, it's just petty, stupid crimes like peeping in windows or petty theft. Um drug dealing their mom you know what she never I don't know why maybe because she just felt guilty because they didn't have a dad I don't know why she never punished her kids um but like to this day You know, I don't know where all where her kids are. I know one of them. He's still being a pain in the ass to society, but at least he's in another state, and he can stay there. You know, some of the people that I knew as a kid. Well, they can just stay there, because from what I've seen on their social media, they still suck. Yeah. Sorry your dad's gone. But time to grow up. Anyway. So. So we got to take a hit. Is that Talking about my mom earlier, my poor dad, she's got him cleaning house and he calls her the Admiral (laughs) because he was in the Navy and he was a Lieutenant when he got out and so he calls her the, the Admiral, which is really funny because after 50 years, you would think she would be the rear admiral by now, but whatever. Um, and so, like she said, he couldn't even get the vacuuming right um, along the baseboards <laughs> because he was tired. And that didn't fly with her. <laughs> and, um, a while back, I was on the phone with them and they've always have us on speakerphone because they hear better I guess and she forgot to hang up with me well my dad forgot to hang up with me because he was at first we were talking and um, my mom started yelling at him about swabbing the deck and scrubbing the you know scrubbing the floor so he's like okay and um, he's like I gotta get going she's making me clean the floors before the football game's on. All right, it's Sunday, whatever. So he didn't hang up, and she was carrying on. It was really funny, so I stayed on, and I muted my phone, and I stayed there to listen. I don't know if that was right or wrong, but it was still funny because I hear my dad filling up the bucket, and she's yelling at him, and she's like, what are you doing? You're doing it wrong. And he said, well, how can I be doing it wrong? And she's like, no, you emptied that bucket because he had already put in the pine saw. And so he said, well, what did I do wrong? She said, you got to put the pine saw in first and then mixed it. And 
So she made him jump out what he had already done. I mean, what's the difference? Put it in, add the water, or add the water, and then put it in and mix it. Either way, it's still going to get mixed. Nope. She made him dump it out. And then, I don't know. So he's just always getting into trouble. Um, so this, he calls her the Admiral, which is hilarious. What? I love them. I don't always love what they're doing, but you know what? God love them. At 81, 78 and 81, God love them. At least they still mostly have their mind. Notice I said mostly. Of all the things I lost, I miss my mind the most. You never know what's going to be on my mind. Sometimes we're in the way back. Sometimes we're in the way, way back. Sometimes we're in just plain outer fucking space. So tonight, Jason, Jason and Micah are doing their podcast. I'm so excited. I get to be a guest. Good for them. I inspired them. Everybody needs an inspiration. Everybody needs something. I just need this virus to go away. So what's everybody watching? Like, are you watching new stuff? Are you binge-watching series? What's everybody watching? Like, I'm not really watching a whole lot of anything. Binge-watched a little bit of the Dukes of Hazard. Set myself a reminder for some reason, because I was watching it on the Amazon Prime. Some reason, set myself a reminder through Siri. <laughs> To order the complete season or the complete series in a week. Forgot all about it. The reminder went off. I was so freaking stoned. I couldn't even remember setting the reminder, but I apparently ordered it. Because, well, now I own the Dukes of Hazzard's complete series. I love that show. For me, it was about the cars. Well, the car, the General Lee in particular. That was one bad-ass charger. Now, any straight man from 8 to 800, they were in it not just for the car, but for Daisy Duke. Well, I hate to tell you, boys, Daisy Duke don't look like no Daisy Duke anymore. She more looks like Uncle Jesse. But you know what? It's okay. We all gain a little weight. Things shift a little bit as we get older. And, you know, when we're young, we think, ah, that's never going to happen to me when we're young and thin. And we still have that youthful glow. But then by the time you hit my age, which I'll be 51 this year, you can't tell it, though. Um, You know, you're like, Wow. What the hell happened? You know, like, in my mind, I can still picture the younger me. And even though my body doesn't feel like the younger me because of all the pain that I have, you know, in my mind, I am still feel like I'm that person. But so much has changed that I'm not that person anymore. You know, there's no way on earth I'd put on a pair of roller skates. But that's just because I have too many things wrong. And a fall is what caused my CRPS. Why? I would not ever do that. But I think about back in the day when I used to skate. I had my first kiss. 
nice creepy icky guy at the roller rink. Yeah. Oddly enough, that, um, that fall when I met my friend Kim, um, she and I were talking in study hall and determined that we we dated the same guy over the summer. In fact, we were so stupid, we walked from my house to a Burger King, like, five miles down the road to meet this idiot who ditched us. We're stupid girls. Stupid, stupid girls. Well, you know, we'd have to be stupid girls. We had easy bake ovens. We believed a light bulb could take, bake a tasty treat. What the fuck? Who are we kidding? Oh, such bullshit. Easy Bake Oven did not cook tasty treats. It cooked nothing. And if you got lucky enough to get some kind of cook, the center was goopy and gross. And yeah, again, stupid little girls because we believed a light bulb could cook tasty treats. Speaking of tasty treats, we got um, these dry sun-dried pineapples yesterday with our um, Imperfect Foods box. And they were delicious. But I found my new favorite snack. And I'm not a big snack person, but this is sun-dried peaches, grapes, blueberries, cranberries. And apples all in one bag. And it's so yummy. It's, and it's fresh fruit. There's no sugar. It's just pure fruit that was dried in the sun. In the sun. Not even a regular dehydrator. Kind of like the old-fashioned sun tea in a jar. Um, and we got some nice cucumbers. So my husband's going to make pickles. Because he's got his grandma's recipe. Rest in peace, um, grandma, um, yeah, he, and, and they're, they make awesome pickles, so he's going to be doing that, and it's, you know, it's awesome, but yeah, we were stupid girls for believing, you know, and then I think about Barbie's dream house, you know, let's go way back, they were the first Barbie dream house. This piece of shit plastic thing with cardboard covered parts and pieces. Super expensive back in the day. And then I look at Barbie's dream house now and it's like, well, we didn't have all this stuff. But back in the day, we used our imaginations, we were creative. We read books. We're outside. Any opportunity. We could be outside when it was nice. I guarantee we were there. I'm sure a lot of you have heard about back in the day when the, you had to be home when the streetlights came on. Well, that was the rule. To a point, once you were in high school, you had a curfew. That wasn't the streetlights. We used to have block parties where they'd shut off all, you know, everybody in the subdivision would be involved in these block parties. And, you know, it was a good time. Back when corporations cared about their employees and had company picnics. My mom worked for Hewlett Packard back then, and they had some cool company picnics. They'd uh, hire a Budweiser truck that had taps on the side and all the adults could have unlimited beer. 
and they had games for the kids with prizes. And one year I was so excited, I won a light for my bike and I wasn't even allowed to ride after dark. So it was a cool prize that eventually my brother stole and traded for some some weed. Which he sold to somebody else to get more weed. But that's neither here nor there. The point was that I won this awesome bike lamp. And obviously if I'm seven years old, they're not going to let me put a bike lamp on my bike. To go ride my bike at night. Yeah, that would have been ridiculousness. <laughs> Stupid allergies. So, way back. I don't know. I just remember just having a good time. We walked all over. We walked to the malls. We walked all over the, the mall. We window shopped. We had a snack or two. Back then you could smoke inside in the mall and on the bus and on the train and on planes. I remember the first time I ever flew as an adult by myself and I was able to smoke on the plane. I was like, holy shit, this is cool. Now I'm actually glad they've made non-smoking planes. Because after a while, stale cigarettes are just... Well, stale cigarette smell is disgusting anyway. So. But anyway. Well, that's all that's in Pumpkin Springs today for now. Again... Leave me a message on Anchor. Follow me on Apple Podcasts. Follow me on Facebook at Bumpkin's Brain. Have a great day. Be well. Be safe. And spread smiles across the miles. Bumpkin's out.